It's time for the December 25th, because it's 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully fatalistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And that Uh-oh. is Mahler Uh-oh. speaking for himself, the nativity dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's the nativity. Nativity dog. He's the camel at the KUCI nativity scene. He loves it. He loves being the camel. Uh, you know, in case uh, any of you on campus would like to see the KUCI nativity scene, it's right next to the KUCI Kwanzaa display Ooh. and the uh, the Hanukkah booth ah, down, right down, there. There. <laughs> down there in the Redwoods. Uh, assalamu alaikum. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well. Today we'll be talking about error code 451 the GABA neurotransmitter, amphibious drones, SpaceX, penis transplants, and more. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? But first, animals in the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew that would get to Mahler right at the top for Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mahler. Mahler. Yeah. yeah. A Thai factory worker was charged with les majeste. That's violating the dignity of royalty. Mm. Yeah. No? This is a Thai factory worker and could face up to 37 years in prison for insulting King Bumibol Abduyada's dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said something bad about said his dog. About yeah. Your dog smells. No, I don't know. What How does your dog smell? Yeah. With right. his nose. With his yeah. And in the Middle East, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's dog. There's dogs in the news here. Benjamin Netanyahu's dog was quarantined after biting two guests at a Hanukkah party. Sorry. Yeah. You think that's funny? No, I I don't. Not for those people it wasn't funny, but it is kind of funny that you would go to the prime minister's house for a party. And get bitten by his dog. Right in the middle of dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Meanwhile, the U.S. plans to extend its endangered species protection for lions in Africa five months after that American dentist guy killed Cecil the lion in, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Zimbabwe. Yeah. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service will classify lions in southern and eastern Africa as threatened and lions in central and western Africa as endangered. Yeah, they got some sort of thing worked out there. Okay. Uh, this makes for tighter restrictions on the importing uh, of lion trophies. It's like paws and heads. Yeah, that's what you want to do. And, of course, the United States cannot regulate hunting in other countries. But what they hope uh, will happen here is that uh, since about half of all lion hunting in Africa is done by Americans, mm. this will kind of keep the importation and maybe cut down on on uh, lion hunting more than 5,000 lions have been killed and imported by American hunters over the past decade that's over one a day in case you're counting there can, can could with it would it be possible <clears throat> to do a registry of the people who sign up for these sort of a national registry so uh, that... that's what they're afraid of Mike yeah Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but you see them. It's not like they don't want you to know. I mean, they, they have these things up as trophies once they get them in. No, I, yeah. I realize that, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. Shame. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to f- figure out a way to shame these people that shame wouldn't these matter. People? Yeah. yeah, well, you're a Catholic. Yeah. Right That's here in right. SoCal. Exactly. Yeah, right here, talking about animals in the news, a venomous sea snake washed up ashore in Southern California. Hmm. It doesn't say where. I was looking everywhere for where. There were some that were washing up in San Clemente. They're warm water fishes. It's a yellow-bellied sea snake, or the uh, Palamas platura, in case you're wondering. 
It, it isn't usually in these waters. It likes Mexico. Because it's warmer water. Yeah, but El Nino. Yeah. yeah so there so, you go. So they, they obviously they are okay to swim in water. Yeah. And they're swimming around. And let's say you're out there body surfing, and yeah. you look over and you see a snake. A yellow-bellied, venomous snake, yeah. That's not a, oh, my God. Yeah, you could get bitten by this snake. And how, will you die right away, or does it? Yeah, in fact, you're already dead. Oh. If it just looks at you. Oh. No, I don't know. I don't know how that, they didn't explain it. They just said it was poisonous. They didn't even tell me which beach it was on. So I, I can't be paranoid about going to any particular beach. It's just all of Southern you, California. You know, it doesn't take much for me to be paranoid. I, yeah. I, yeah, you just have to give me a little information. I'm, Enough about snakes. Yeah, okay. The first national study uh, to map U.S. wild bees this is still, we're still on animals here. Bees. Wild bees suggest that bees are disappearing in many of the country's most important farmlands. They did this first official study trying to figure this out. And this includes Central Valley in California, Midwest's Corn Belt, and the Mississippi River Valley. And they're afraid, you know, because these are the most excellent pollinators around, these bees. And mm -hmm. farmers will face increasing costs. And the problem could even destabilize our crop production in this country, yeah. which... It's not a good thing. Yeah? Destabilize is a, is a soft word for it. Yeah, destabilize uh, is a nice way to put it. Yeah. yeah. You will be missing certain nutrients. We'll have to go somewhere else to get them. And, and it's, Well, then uh, you put additional pressure on the environment that yeah. is probably unable to, to uh, sustain it. And um, people won't be able to afford a lot of the things they rely on. Right. And it just goes back to, honestly, as corny as it sounds, the birds and the bees. Uh, songbirds, right? we talked about a little bit about this last week. Yeah. 1.4 billion songbirds disappear yeah. every year, basically because of domesticated cats. They are being killed off uh, for other yeah. reasons as well. Climate change. Yeah. Yeah, Mahler. Yeah, Mahler. I hate them too. Mahler. I know. So. Those cats. Those damn cats. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see one? Yeah, and my point know. is that they also have a tremendous impact on our ability to develop and sustain crops and things cats like cat no, yeah no no birds, birds. yeah birds. birds small birds yeah and a boston based fashion Mahler. i'm going to read some more uh, animals in the news here a boston based fashion designer has given new life to dead and discarded animals by using their hides to create chic fur clothing oh yeah pamela packen uh, uses roadkill or as she calls it accidental fur <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, they, she creates neck muffs, leg warmers, hats, purses, earrings, and intimate wear. And intimate wear. I just added that, oh, and I don't know if she does, but I figure because of the name of the company, Petit More Furs. You know what I'm saying here? The little death. Oh, little death. Yeah. Okay. La Petite Mort, so, is, pas? so to, is this done with a smile on her face? I assume that there's a little little bit. They're having fun with it. A this. twinkle in her a eye? A twinkle in her eye. Yeah. yeah I would, uh, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. Error code 451, Mike. Okay. You ever see that on your screen? Nope. Your computer screen? Nope. It's a new internet code inspired by uh, Ray Bradbury, you know, that dystopian author. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the temperature at which paper burns. Absolutely right, Mike. Thank you. Something you might have learned in grammar school. I did, actually. Uh, anyway, it's websites that are unavailable because they have been censored by the state. Or, you know, some state somewhere, not the state of California. It could be China. Yeah, probably. Uh, Iran. India. The Internet uh, Engineering Steering Group, that's a global body mm -hmm. which reviews Internet standards, approve the XML specification, which alerts users when requested content has been blocked by the government. 
So you see error 451. 451, you're, you know, all those, you know, sometimes, you know, yeah. you, you don't know which error this is. It's, right, you know, right. 396. What is that? Right. 451. Remember Ray Bradbury. You see that up there. Somebody's trying to keep you from seeing this. Nice. Yep. And neuroscientists at MIT and Harvard have identified for the first time a link between the activity of, neuros, of the neurotransmitter GABA. Uh, you know, the one that the Ramones uh, partly <laughs> named. To, yeah. You know, that's where my brain went. Thank yeah. you for that. I, I did act. And, and symptoms of autism, oh. and GABA oh. and uh, autism. The role of a gamma aminobutyric acid, that's what GABA is. And people just don't like to say it. Uh, or as we like to say, the GABA neurotransmitter is to curb runaway excitation in the brain. Really? Yeah. GABA is responsible for signaling the neurons to shut off. To stop firing. That's, it's the little uh, you know, oh, the yeah. neurotransmitter that goes, okay, enough. Enough. And it tends to come into play when information needs to be shut down. Scientists have speculated that a lack of GABA inhibition to overexcited neurons could be the cause of the hypersensitivity to sensory input seen in autistic folk. Wow. Yeah. That makes total sense. I, my cousin has an autistic son who's now 27. Yeah. And when he's around, he completely... Yeah, well, you go over, in one direction and you're not stopping. Yeah, he's yeah. completely overstimulated. Like most of the time, he just outbursts of just total yeah. ex excitation. And uh, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That makes Prehistoric sense. human populations of hunter-gatherers in a region of North America grew at the same rate as farming societies in Europe. He's saying, well, so what? Well, this is according to a new radiocarbon analysis, and the findings challenge the commonly held view that the advent of agriculture... 10,000 years ago, accelerated human population growth. What they're saying is it looks like it's about the same. Hunter-gatherers Hunter, yeah. as opposed to... Okay. We, we, were, uh, we were procreating at the same race, no matter pace, no matter where we were. We, we like to we procreate. Down. We, yeah. we enjoy that. That's what they say. The procreating. And a new investigation by the Pulitzer Prize-winning Inside Climate News suggests that nearly every major U.S. and multinational oil company knew about global warming warming in like 1979 yeah yeah or as early as 1977 yeah they had enough evidence apparently this uh, oil and gas industry trade group american petroleum institute ran a task force to monitor and share climate research this includes you know everybody phillips mobile texaco shell sunoco standard oil gulf they knew about this uh, and in 1979, uh, the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere was rising steadily, and they even this group even briefly considered uh, researching how to introduce a new energy, yeah. uh, you know, source into the global market uh, because it's, global warming. They knew about it, yeah. but by 1983, it was disbanded. This whole task force, right. and by the late 1990s, this same institute, the American Petroleum Institute, launched a campaign to oppose the Kyoto Protocol. Right which was adopted by many countries to, to cut fossil fuel, right. but not by the U.S. Right. Yeah. And, and spent millions and hundreds of millions of dollars in a, in a massive disinformation campaign that yeah. goes on to this day. By the way, anytime you hear the three words American Petroleum Institute, yeah. right after that you're going to be lied to. Right yeah. after you hear that. Yeah. American Petroleum Institute said today in a report by the American yeah, petroleum institute. You know how we look back at slave owners and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how we're going to look back on these folk, yeah, as being the completely unethical, yeah. money grubbing yeah. bastards that got us into a horrible situation, and who really don't care about the future. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. they do not care what happens twenty or thirty years from now. 
And the UN Security Council unanimously adopted a plan for peace talks to end the Syrian civil war, which has lasted five years and killed more than a quarter of a million people. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. The resolution, which called for UN monitored elections within 18 months, uh, took no position on the fate of uh, Bashar al-Assad. He's the president there in Syria. Right. So there, he's thinking he's going to be back. Well, that this is the thing. At, as a starting point, Assad stays. Yeah. Because the the perception and rightfully is that the Assad has at least some structure of a state that, stability. That is there what is we like something to say. there of a civil society, as corrupt as it might be. There is at least a structure there. If you if he walks it's away, stability. it's called stability. If you, he walks away, in addition to the collapse of the state, there will be massive retribution against the Alawites and the Dru Dru um, the Druze, the Christians, and everybody else that had anything to do with his regime. Yeah, Daesh declared war on Saudi Arabia. Uh, Daesh also sanctioned the harvesting of human organs in a previously undisclosed ruling, undisclosed ruling by the group's Islamic scholars. So, I mean, it's okay to harvest organs. And now we're a little bit uh, concerned that they may be trafficking in body parts. Oh, yeah, of course yeah. they are. Saudi Arabia included uh, Pakistan and Lebanon, by the way, in its anti-terror coalition without consulting either country. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. They just said, oh, you guys are with us. So Pakistan and and who? And Lebanon. Okay. Lebanon. So that's Saudis. Yeah. The, the, uh, the basically the pillar of human rights and, uh -huh. uh, in the world today. Yeah. Just randomly picked two countries that didn't even know they were a part of a coalition. You're being facetious, I know. Meanwhile, the U.S.-backed Saudi-led coalition faces increasing condemnation for airstrikes the United Nations says are responsible for the majority of civilian deaths in Yemen's ongoing conflict. Nearly 6,000 people have died, and at least 70 health clinics have been bombed since the Saudi-led bombing Begin in March. Right. Uh, by the way, the Pope said, uh, "Cut it out." Yeah, he did, and he's been yeah. saying that for a while. Yeah, now. but he's been a special Christmas message, and right. it's hitting. You know, it's it's like at the top of Google <laughs> News. Like this is going to help. You know, it should bother Americans that the Pope is talking about something egregious that's going on uh, in the world. That about I'm I'm a huge percentage, a massive majority of the American people have no idea what the hell he's even talking about. Yeah. Right. If he's if the Pope got up and said. Saudi Saudi Arabia's uh, uh, destroying and killing people in in Yemen, and if you ask, I don't know, huge percentage of the American people wouldn't even know what. Yeah, but what, but if the Pope said, "I'm upset at Steve Harvey for, uh, yeah, for making a mistake at the Miss Universe yeah. con con contest," yeah. everybody would go, "Oh yeah, me too. Good for the Pope." Excommunicate that bastard. Yeah. they would be saying. In Afghanistan, U.S. warplanes carried out two attacks in Helmand province amid continued fighting between the Afghan army and the Taliban. And just for what it's worth, the number of refugees who've entered Europe this year topped one million. Okay. Yeah, that makes it the greatest exodus, exodus since World War II. Yeah. And nearly 3,700 people have drowned or remain missing after attempted sea crossings. Most of the refugees are from Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan, or as we like to call them, the bomby countries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Danish legislators considered a measure that would allow authorities to seize jewelry, cash, and other valuables from refugees. So like you're fleeing your country, you're grabbing anything you can to stick in your pockets or put in a bag, you're traipsing thousands of miles uh, in danger, you get to a country and they say, give us everything, give us all your cash. You'll do just fine here, but give us your jewels. 
And then people on the inside say, well, these people are mooching off the country. Right. By the way, didn't that sound vaguely reminiscent of the Holocaust? Wasn't that the thing that they did? These people. The Danes did this? Well, I'm just saying, people fleeing from Nazi Germany or trying to get away, or what the Germans did to them, was the, that they uh, they took their jewelry and oh, yeah, yeah, reminds. their paintings, I, their paintings. In Iran, authorities shuttered all schools and kindergartens in the capital of Tehran due to a dangerous level of air pollution. This is authorities in Beijing. We were in Tehran. Now we're in Beijing. They ordered thousands of factories to suspend or curb production amid their red alert over smog. Which, uh, by the way, Chinese customers in that red alert bought canisters of fresh air from the Rocky Mountains in response. People were packing this stuff up. Who knows, you know, where the air is from. And, you know, it's air. And a restaurant in Jingsu province in China there was found to have been adding an air cleaning fee to the customers' bills. Oh, my God. Yeah. By the way, not just that's not just Beijing, but the port city of what is it, Tianjin? Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, uh, issued their first ever red alert for pollution. That happened just a couple of days yesterday or the day before yesterday. Yeah, for pollution. Uh, so there you go. We continue more uh, red alerts uh, well, from China. Honestly, and we've said this before, I know, but. China, everybody, China is going to take over the world. Their economy is going to, you know, we're, they're going to wreck everybody and everything in the process and this and that and the other thing. This country may not survive its environment, its impending environmental disaster. It may not. Um, that's a bold statement, but I mean, it's going to, it's it's going to be, I don't know. I'm drunk. Que sera? I, I've been drinking. Sera. I should just say right out and just let everybody know. Meanwhile, at least 91 people are missing after a massive landslide in the southern city of Shenzhen. That's uh, Shenzhen in uh, China. Mm-hmm. A massive man-made pile of construction waste plowed into an industrial park, burying 33 buildings. Okay. Lots of people dead there. And uh, remember Sepp Blatter, the, the uh, soccer guy, yes. FIFA president. Yes, yes. He's been barred for soccer for eight years, which means that he's not as bad as Pete Rose. <laughs> it means that the yeah, hundreds of, of millions of dollars that he has uh Taken in bribes, he'll have yeah. to he'll have to somehow get by for the next eight years yeah. on the the hundreds of millions jerk. of dollars. How do they bring that guy? Why would they even consider bringing him back? Why don't they just ban him from soccer? Because I think these institutions are so thoroughly corrupt that they just did what they had to do to get yeah. people to stop paying attention to what they were doing. And by the way, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. In Colombia, President Juan Manuel Santos signed a measure legalizing and regulating medical marijuana, and that's the latest move in Latin America to reverse this uh, war on drugs we have going here. Uruguay legalized marijuana in 2013, and medical marijuana legislation bills are being considered in Brazil, Chile, Costa Rica, and Mexico. So this is good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, driving instructors. If you're in Holland, Uh driving instructors there are now legally able to accept sex as payment from adult students. Is that right? Yeah. So, hey, baby, want to learn to drive? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. That's not, hey, by the way, that's not a stick shift. And a German historian found medical records from 1923 proving that Adolf Hitler had only one testicle. Is that been proven? We finally got to the bottom of this. Because I was wondering. I always had this uh, portrait of uh, Hitler in my closet. (laughs) You know. And it has them with two testicles. You had them with two. Yeah, I had the old, you know. You're going to have to airbrush out one of those testicles (laughs) now. So good luck with that. 
I don't want to help you with that project. (laughs) And on this joyous holiday, Mike, good news for modern man. The penis transplant is about to become a reality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, this, Mahler, Mahler, I swear. Uh, I know. I know it sounds like something you don't want to do, but just take it easy. The organ will come from a deceased, hopefully, hopefully deceased, well-endowed donor. We don't know if it's well endowed, but you know you gotta say if you're yeah, gonna if you're gonna it, do any why hacking. Why would you do such yeah. a thing if you were interested? Yeah, why in, did you leave me I'm, with this? I'm going smaller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just in the way. Uh, and the surgeons from John Hopkins University School of Medicine in Baltimore say they expect it to start working in a matter of months. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait those to see t- the late night ads on those. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, <laughs> it will develop urinary function, sensation, and eventually the ability to have sex and perhaps even father children. Is that right? Yeah. If the transplant fails, <laughs> it'll be removed, leaving the recipient no worse off than before the surgery, except for the psychological damage caused by his body rejecting a penis. <sighs> yeah. That ought to be tough. Uh, you know, a year of having this thing just there. What would what would do? Just turn black, I oh guess. Oh my I don't. god! Yeah. All right. Uh, and, oh. and can you say you know it doesn't work? But can I keep it? Can I keep yeah, it? You know, geez. <laughs> I really go grown quite attached to yeah. it. I just like to keep it. Do you mind? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right, Mama. Yeah, this this concerns Mahler. He's all dressed up like a camel, and and he's licking his balls right We're, now. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I don't think a camel could do that. No. Yeah, I don't think no. so. I've never seen a camel never do seen that. A camel they got that long neck, though. Maybe. Now it's time. Maybe. Mahler, be quiet. It's Secret. time for secret stuff. Secret stuff. Yeah. Internal State Department documents show that in the months of talks leading up to the Iran nuclear war, the U.S. inflated the human rights ranking of the country of Amman in order to reward this uh, guy, these, these Arab allies, for helping with the ex- historic agreement. It was a historic agreement, but they actually had to, uh, well, the documents show the State Department overruled its own staff's assessment of Oman's forced labor and human trafficking abuses and intervened to make them look really sweet for the congressional uh, report on this. Mm-hmm. The news comes after allegations this summer that the State Department also upgraded Malaysia's human trafficking rating to ease passage of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is a pile of crap. Right. Malaysia, one of the 12 countries in the secretive trade pact. Secretive. We don't know what's in there. We don't. Well, we do a little more. We we know a little bit more now, but when they negotiated and signed this into law, we didn't. It was previous. They were previously given the worst trafficking rating of anyone in the world. A new measure barred the United States from negotiating trade deals with them. But so Malaysia had its record cleaned by the State Department. Whitewashed. Really? Yeah. They didn't clean. They'd still do what they're doing. And, and it just says so much about how vastly corrupt international financing and international trade and all the rest of it. It just really has, just stinks. And, and it doesn't really matter what you or I think. It, it matters what I think. Well, I mean, it matters to you and it matters to me what you what you think and I think. But um, but it doesn't matter. In the, but it, no, yeah. it doesn't. Well, These yeah, people are going to We do can this. all get together, Mike. Okay. We can all mm-hmm. become knowledgeable about things. Yeah. And if somebody says, you want to go to Malaysia? You can say, hell no. Hell no. A top secret document dated February of 2011 reveals that British spy agency GCHQ with, had the knowledge and cooperation of the NSA with that knowledge and cooperation, acquired the capability to covertly exploit security vulnerabilities in 13 different models of firewalls made by Juniper Networks. 
And that they're a leading provider of firewalls, networking, yeah. and internet security uh, gear. Yeah. So the NSA helped the Brits bust into our computers. And the NSA is asking a federal judge to dismiss a lawsuit that alleges it spied on every person in the Salt Lake City area during the 2002 Olympics. The run-up to the Olympics. Yeah. The uh, class action lawsuit filed by former Salt Lake City Mayor Rocky Anderson alleges the NSA eavesdropped on everyone in and around Olympic venues throughout the entire two weeks of the Games. This is the very definition of tyranny, Anderson said. I don't overstate it when I use that word. And I was just wondering, what is the, uh, the definition of tyranny? Because I think it is not really the definition of tyranny. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's what Yeah, oppressive power exerted by the government. I guess it falls under there. But it's not really oppressing us. It's just kind of prying. Right. Yeah, a government in which absolute power is vested in a single ruler. Oh, you looked it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, it's not a single ruler here. It's a whole group of folk. Yeah, yeah. Tyranny is also C. I did A and B there. C, an oppressive, harsh, or unjust act. Well, this isn't necessarily oppressive. It could be harsh. It's a harsh. It's a harsh act. Well, it does seem to violate uh, the Constitution in that we do have. Yeah, right that doesn't to make it necessarily tyranny. Oh, right. Yeah. But it, I, I it, just saying. Tyrant, yeah. I agree with Anderson. He should be against it. I don't know if it's tyranny. It, it is the outgrowth of a uh, of a swelled head. Yeah. It's tyranny light. Tyranny it's, light. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 uh, tyranny esque. Yeah. No, I, th- I think. Yeah. It's uh, arrogance plus. It's arrogance plus. <laughs> Do you, you want arrogance? I got we'll your arrogance you right arrogance here. Arrogance plus. Yeah, yeah Mama, you got that right. Yeah, yeah. what is it, Mama? Yeah, what, 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 Tell what, me about what, it. Right. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. It is Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and we are here at the station, Yeah, it, yeah as we are every Friday. I believe we're the only ones here at KUCI. Hey, the only one at, at UCI. I walk through a campus, nobody's there. Right yeah, there. Right. Yeah. yeah, they just closed the door. Can I just say how great KUCI is and yeah. wonderful and how great it is to have be able to do this every week and yeah. and and uh, be around a lot of great people. Well, I'm just I, thank you, that. Mike. And I Merry wish I Christmas could say the same and, thing. And holidays <laughs> and all that stuff. Ah, just teasing. Kwanzaa, you know, Moss Hanukkah. Yeah. To you. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Baller. What do you what would you like me to say? Yeah, he's just upset in general. <laughs> he thinks. Yeah. Oh, my boy. Yeah. You know, Mahler, yeah. how would you like to listen to drones in the news? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. 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 In Yemen, a U.S. drone strike killed four people in the central Nata district. They killed four people there. Yeah, and this comes as Somali government officials say... Yeah, Jesus, Somali yes. government officials say a U.S. drone strike hit al-Shabaab training camps in the lower Shabel region of, of, of uh, the country there, uh-huh. Somalia. Uh-huh. Could be. We don't know. Yeah. But they're saying that. Could have hit an official, uh, a terrorist official. That's yeah, but it saying. also probably killed a bunch of other people <laughs> yeah. who are eventually going to raise kids yeah. to want to kill every American. And the New York Times, Washington Post, speaking of that, and other mainstream news organizations continued their policy of no bad news reporting about drones. Oh, this time, they mm-hmm. chose to ignore four former Air Force drone uh, war personnel that we mentioned a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. who went public with a letter to President Obama urging him to reconsider his drone program that kills innocent civilians, they say, which is true, and which only fuels the feelings and hatreds that ignited terrorism and groups like ISIS while also serving as a fundamental recruiting tool for extremists. Agreed. 
Like, yeah. The four men in the letter and subsequent press appearances challenged the White House claim that civilians are rarely killed by drones and that drones make Americans safer by helping defeat terrorists. Not so. Wrong. They said that the U.S. drone war plays in right into the hands of ISIS and other extremist groups by terrorizing local populations and killing innocent civilians. Mm. True. With the assistance of a grant by the U.S. Office of Naval Research, engineering students at Rutgers University in New Jersey developed a drone that can fly through the air, submerge underwater, travel through the water, then surface and return to the sky again. Wow. Amphibious drones. Wow. Yeah. They can inspect bridges and provide information to about oil spills, or they can uh, be engaged in uh, warfare surveillance capabilities, is which we design them for. Yeah. You know, which isn't, it's not so bad. You know, you're sitting there sipping a, a soda on the coast of uh, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and we got these drones, like they're underwater, mm-hmm. and then they just fly up out of the water. Pop out, yeah. Yeah, and they can take a picture of a prince on the beach, yeah. sipping a Coke, sipping and a then Coke. back down into right. the water again. Yeah. Warfare is going to be really messed up in about 20 years. Warfare is going to be really <laughs> ugly in a in not too long, not too distant future. It's going to end, Mike. It's just going to be, there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide anymore. Nah, it won't gonna, be. I, I don't think I'm so. Feeling, I'm feeling positive Are you about okay, things well, right I'm now. I'm glad to hear It's Christmas. I'm glad yeah. to hear you saying that. During his second slalom run at a race in Italy, uh, Marcel Herscher, one of the top skiers in the world, was barely missed by a broadcast TV drone the size of a Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mahler. Well, well, now, he didn't say it was a, a Cocker Spaniel drone, Mahler. Yeah, yeah well, take it easy, man. <laughs> Jeez. Right, Mahler was actually providing color commentary yeah, on yeah. that particular It was event. a big drone. And he said, oh, my God. God, that's a cocker spaniel yeah. size. And they have this, they have this, uh, you know, the footage of the guy. He's um, going through a slalom, and this this drone plummets to the ground and smashes into pieces right behind him. Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. So, and uh, you know, apparently they're not going to use drones anymore at skiing events, but they're using them in other things. And it just shows you what can happen here. Yeah. When when all these drones. And speaking of that, the Federal Aviation Administration reported that more than forty five thousand drones have been registered since the uh, Federal Drone Registration website went live on Monday. 45,000 since Monday. Uh, I want to know, honestly, how long will it be before you think you'll want to get a drone? I have a drone. Oh, oh you yeah. already have one. Yeah. Oh. It's a baby drone. It's a baby drone. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I guess I should start rethinking, my, um, you know, my timetable. It's a little tiny drone. Yeah. I, I can one. put it in my pocket. You have one? I want one now. There are so many uh, registrations on this site, in fact, that the FAA took the website offline on Wednesday for maintenance, and it's back up again for the Christmas rush. The administration is anticipating half a million drones could be sold this holiday season. Yeah. On December 14th, the FAA announced all drones, 0.55 pounds and up, including cameras and other payloads, would need to be registered before they could be legally flown in the U.S., so fries, right? The uh, big um, yeah, they got drones. They got drones. They're advertising in their you know full page ads all the time. Drones now, God, <sighs> it's here. It is here. It's good. I like drones. And now news from the clown car. Mm-hmm. You like is that? Okay. Yeah. Did you have anything to add with your news story? I see. See, you got some news stories there. No, I'm just I, wailing I, through this. No, I, yeah, I'm just feeling through this. I, lo- hey. I love this picture, but I'm, no one. Nobody can, can see this. No at one home. at home can see it. Who is that? That's Trump. Oh, yeah, Trump yeah. signing a woman's breast or you know yeah, her collarbone. Yeah, up and above. she's pulling her top down for for yeah. 
Yeah. Now, yeah. In, did you really ever think that a presidential candidate would be going around with a felt pen? I think, I think Bill Clinton signed some breasts. He probably did. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, yeah, news from the clown car. Both the Martin O'Malley and Bernie Sanders Democratic presidential campaigns accused the Democratic National Committee of helping Hillary Clinton by limiting the number of debates and scheduling them during low viewership times. True, true, Like true. last Saturday's like debate. Like last Saturday, true. According to Nielsen, that's the, you know, the, they do that on-air right. thing and they figure out how many people are watching. Just 6.7 million people uh, were watching that debate and 18 million watched uh, the Republican debate on the Tuesday before. They mean, you mean the the WWF wrestling featuring the the Republican presidential candidate? Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump, the troubled teen, said stupid things. Huh? Yeah. No kidding. Speaking me. at a campaign rally in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan. There's more than one rapid Fair apparently right. there. Yeah. Hair yeah. yeah. repeatedly said he hates journalists, but he wouldn't kill them. Trump began by referring to accusations against President uh, Vladimir Putin. And then they said, you know, he killed his reporters. And I don't like that. I'm totally against that. By the way, I hate some of these people, but I never killed them. I hate them. No. I think, no, these people, honestly, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I would never kill them. I would never do that. Uh, let's say, well, well, no, no, I wouldn't. I would never kill them, but I do hate them. This guy's crazy. I was trying to give it, you know, a little bit of inflection there, but but he says that, and you can you can see, and he says he can improvise. He can go on a stump and speak for hours. I can speak like that for hours. First of all, you say I'll be honest a bunch of times, which which makes me think that he's not being honest. I don't need to know you're being honest. I assume you're being honest when you tell me you're not. You're being honest. I'm thinking you're not being honest. That's that's what they call a tell. Yeah. When somebody says, let be me honest. be honest, yeah. I usually... Yeah. I'm not a racist. <laughs> let me be honest. Yeah. I'm not a racist. <laughs> At the same rally, Herfart talked about Hillary Clinton's taking a bathroom break during the presidential uh, debate, saying, what happened to her? I don't know where she went. It's disgusting. I don't want to talk about it. No, it's too disgusting. Don't say it. It's disgusting. What's with this guy? I mean, I can I can riff like that for an hour, and, and he thinks he's you know doing something amazing. I guess. Well, I then know he, he does. Yeah. <laughs> then he began talking about Hillary Clinton's loss to President Obama during the 2008 presidential race, it's saying weird. she was favored to win. She got schlonged. She lost. She, she got schlonged. She got schlonged. Yeah. All right. Everyone knows what that means. But yeah, but it's just. No, I mean, I'm not saying it's just he's just yeah. I mean, there's it's so revealing to hear yeah. him talk off the off the cuff. Yeah, you know, and we're a respectable news program here, Mike. Oh, I don't like to say these things. Go ahead, say but it it's anyway. important to know that there's an idiot running for president, and it's part of your journalistic responsibility to say schlong is Jewish for penis. Yeah, I mean, duh. I think, yeah, and so he so I can't say what actually he meant. I mean, yeah, I because he's saying that there. Obama yeah. used his dick to do something to Hillary, right. which brings the whole Mandingo thing into it. <laughs> and, and, and that's 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 just what it is. I you know, know. you know, know that deep down in this crazy I, man's I know. soul, he thinks all sorts of perverted things. I, uh, yeah. And, and here's something else just for what it's worth right now. Uh, my good friend, T.R., you know. Yeah. He hangs around with businessmen and stuff. I don't know how, because you know he's a crazy man. He is. But he hangs, he hangs around with yeah. with in, yeah. intelligent, uh, well-established yeah. business people yeah. who are saying to him, they're either going to vote for Sanders or Trump. Mm -hmm. That's that's their choice. I kind of see it. Yeah. Well, 
you see it for because businessmen are generally not very bright. Well, uh, you know, yeah. and, and they don't they're not looking at the issues. They're looking at the surface. Well, they're looking at it for somebody who's not a, an obvious politician in the in the kind of the, you know, you know what I mean? I, I think. Yeah. I why think, don't you have Gilbert Gottfried run for president? <laughs> he's not, he's not a politician. I, I know, I'm not going to vote for him. These people are idiots. But here's what concerns me, yeah. that if Hillary runs, Trump will get Sanders votes. Or get some of Sanders. Well, he won't get all of them, obviously. But he'll get some of yeah. of these votes that we're not accounting on quite yet. Yeah. Are we just are saying? Are we done with hair fart? I just I have one more thing. Oh no, go ahead. Uh, uh, this uh, spokeswoman, I'll say Trump spokeswoman. This woman's name is Katrina Pearson. Yeah. Uh, she went on uh, Fox News to say that uh, Donald Trump. Uh, was he's uh, basically it was about nuclear weapons. Yeah. I'll get to the point, I swear to God. Yeah. Uh, it was on the O'Reilly factor, and she went on to say, look, Donald Trump believes, why have nuclear weapons if you're not prepared to use it? Yeah. You know? And this is woman, she went, I mean, she's she was bat crap crazy here. Uh, some of the other things she said was, uh, uh, well, that's it. That's the most important yeah. thing. I mean, well, there's there's some violence being generated here because in Richmond, California, police arrested a white man accused of building homemade explosives devices in order to bomb local Muslims. And uh, he said, uh, you know, he posts about uh, Trump all the time. And in one of them, he says, I would follow Trump to the end of the world. Yeah, this is not good. No, no. Meanwhile, no. Tea Party stalwart Sylvia Allen, uh, Arizona Republican state senator, mm -hmm. a state senator, not a senator, senator. She believes the earth is 6,000 years old, that chemtrails are poisoning us, and that going to church should be mandatory. She was uh, made chairwoman of the Arizona Senate Committee Handling Education legislation. Who, let's say her name again. We need to remember. Sylvia Allen. And the Department of Homeland Security is preparing for a national operation to round up and deport hundreds of Central American families who have fled violence in their home countries. Yeah. The wave of raids by immigration and customs enforcement agents could begin as early as January. They haven't approved this thing yet, so we're a little bit jumping the gun. But that's what they're looking into at home and Homeland Security mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And you know that budget? The budget that yeah, we had last week, the, the spending bill. Yeah. Now we're trying to, it's kind of fleshing out. There's 2,000 pages. We're seeing what's going on $1. here. $1.8 trillion budget. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It includes, of course, we talked about last week, tax breaks for big business yeah. and a provision to forbid the Security and Exchanges Commission from requiring corporations to disclose their political spending. So we won't ever know, ever know who's backing whom. Even to their own shareholders, they can't disclose the inf They can get away with not disclosing the information. And the Cybersecurity Information Sharing Act, this would expand mass surveillance, was part of this too. Yeah, and an increase in military budget. Yeah, so don't yeah. forget that part. Yep. In Minnesota, hundreds of Black Lives Matter activists shut down sections of the Minneapolis airport and uh, light rails and parts of the Mall of America in protest of police killings of blacks and rising Islamophobia. We also had something going on here, as well as Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Chicago, and Chattanooga, I Tennessee. I believe they slowed people down on the free on the 405. 405, yeah. yeah they showed, they, they protested on the 405. They just shut down. They slowed things down. By the way, I want to go back to the budget item for just one brief yeah. comment. The American people are opposed to every single thing that you mentioned in that story. Yeah. The vast majority of the American people are opposed to that. Right you are.
I just want to make that point. You are correct, sir. Our, our Congress and our president have signed off on something that the vast majority of the American people are against. Ho! Hey! In Minnesota, we already got that. Black Lives Matter. In California, state officials are warning of ecological disaster as a runaway natural gas leak from a storage facility in the hills above Los Angeles, yeah. Porter Ranch, to be Porter exact, Ranch, yeah. continues to emit methane gas. Some 150 million pounds of methane have escaped so far. And you know, methane is the greenhouse gas, contributes yes. to global warming. Mm -hmm. It's coming out with force, incredible volumes, and it's uncontained. The breach has uh, forced about 2,500 homes to be evacuated, two schools, and the exact cause of the leak is unknown. They really don't know what to do with this. Yeah. By the way, this is in L.A. County, so I know a yeah. tiny bit about it, and that is exactly, they don't know what to do. Yeah. This is really pretty scary stuff. I'll say. And in Denver, Clarence Moses L. was released from prison after serving 28 years for a crime he has always maintained he did not commit. This is crazy. Yeah. In 1989, yeah. Moses L., who is black, was sentenced to 48 years in prison after a woman said she dreamed he was the man who raped her and beat her in the dark. Dreamed? Yeah. Initially, the victim said she had been drinking with three guys, and she thought they might be the... the uh, what are the, the chances yeah. of that? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. but none of them was Moses L. Yeah. She just thought that. And then she uh, the, the police just never investigated any, anything because a day and a half later, she had this dream. And right. she said it was Moses L., Right. Uh, the police threw out any possible evidence, and then finally this summer, one of the three men she originally named confessed. 28 years in prison. 28 years. And he's going to go back on trial, retrial, for yes. 2016. Yes. They're going to retrial 28 years guy. in prison for rape, and he's going back for for what? He's black. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what else to say. I mean, why, why a woman dreamed that this guy did it. She was drinking with three guys with her, but yeah. they hadn't. I mean, There's it's plenty dust. of things it's I've dreamed nuts. that you've done, Mike. And I, I'm not. I'm not reporting it. Yeah. yeah. In Chicago, the family of Sandra Bland was called for criminal charges against uh, called for criminal charges against state trooper Brian Insinia, who violently arrested the 28-year-old black woman after accusing her of failing to signal for a lane change. That was in July. Bland was found dead in the Waller County Jail cell three days later. They said it was suicide. Family said no way. Uh, anyway, uh, dash cam footage shows up, uh, and it was pretty sure, uh, certain that she was forcibly removed from her car by the officer and who threatened to light her up. The family's call for criminal charges comes one day after a grand jury said it would not issue any indictments in connection with her death. Yeah. You and this officer in Sydney could still be indicted when the grand jury reconvenes next month. No, he's not going to be. The, yeah. the, uh, but the family is considering a, a civil yeah. suit. Meanwhile, New York public records show the police officer who shot and killed unarmed teenager Ramarley Graham has received nearly $25,000 in raises since firing the fatal shot that killed him. So he has a desk job, and he gets $25,000 in raises, even though he's under investigation for murder, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And in Nevada, a 24-year-old woman is facing murder charges after police say she intentionally ran her car onto a sidewalk on the Vegas Strip, killing one person, injuring dozens more. It's Lakeisha Holloway told authorities she was under extreme stress because she had been chased by security guards out of parking lots where she was trying to sleep in her car. Uh, she'd been living in her car for about a week with her three-year-old daughter, and then something snapped. 
Newly released cell phone footage appears to show Los Angeles Sheriff deputies shooting a man in the back as he lies pinned to the ground. Last May, deputies stopped Noel Aguilar for riding his bike with headphones. Authorities initially claimed Aguilar shot one of the deputies, but officials, and they were supposedly handcuffing him and he shot them, but then they discovered that, oh, it was a deputy who shot him. Not... (laughs) They shot his own man. Video uh, released by the OC Weekly shows Aguilar pinned to the ground asking one of the deputies why he has a gun out. The deputy fires a shot into his stomach at that point, and then the other deputy uh, fires three rounds at him. And he's dead. And he's dead. In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, a 19-year-old was indicted on terrorism charges after the FBI accused him of using Twitter to spread Daesh propaganda. An FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force Special agent alleges Jalil Amir Aziz uh, used his Twitter account to spread pro-ISIS propaganda and execution videos. And it claims Aziz tweeted about wanting to visit ISIS-controlled territory and encourage people to provide money. Uh, And in Ohio, Republican lawmakers announced plans to introduce legislation requiring women who have miscarriages or abortions to specify burial or cremation arrangements for their fetal tissue. Indiana and Arkansas have also passed similar requirements. And SpaceX's vertical reusable rocket landing this week. Did you see that? No. What happened? Well, it it hit the spot. It it? stuck it. That rocket stuck it. Really? And this is a reusable rocket. That's the big news. Not that we can send a rocket in the air, but you can just Send this one up over and over and over. Nice. It's a, it lays a foundation for re- reusable rockets that could help humans colonize Mars, according to that crazy Elon Musk guy. He's a nut. That guy's crazy. Yeah. I was just going to talk about Elon. Just it's, it's 100 times cheaper than non-reusable rockets. Only 100 times? Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, real quick story. A report <laughs> came out uh, this week. People with mental illness are 16 times more likely to be killed by police. About one in every four fatal police encounters involve someone with mental illness. Now, I know there's some nuances to this particular story about people who pose a threat to others. I get that. But mental illness should not be the reason that you get killed by police. Um, And uh, let's see. Elon Musk, the hyper. You know about this, right? The hyper. We can. What now? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, there's a thing called the Hyperloop. You know about Elon's developing this this Hyperloop? Do you mean the the pneumatic tube that we can travel on? Yeah, way? it's yeah. like it's not even a pneumatic tube. Check this out. It's more like a platform. Yeah, I guess in a matter of speaking, but he can build this thing at a fraction of the cost of uh, the high speed rail that they're talking about in California. And this yeah. thing will go up to 700 miles an hour. Well, you'll go 700 miles an hour in your tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. So anyway, I just yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings about Elon. Yeah, yeah he's a. Yeah, yeah, you think he's he a could, nut? You think he's well? I, I think he'd be dangerous. Okay. Yeah. That's all. All right. You know, you're talking about dropping nuclear bombs into the atmosphere of Mars. Yeah. You know this this bright-eyed scientist who ends up. Taking us all down yeah, with his, I get you. his I get you. wonderfully futuristic ideas yeah. that turn yeah. into monsters that kill us all. Okay. Yeah. All right. I hear you. Just saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But I, he feels that way. Yeah. You feel like, yeah. yeah. Right now, he, he's he's operating in that zone of, that's a great idea. And then yeah. before long, he becomes drunk with power. I will kill you all. Yeah. I don't know.
All right. Okay. Merry Christmas to all you Christians out there. Yeah. And uh, finally, mm-hmm. you ready? Yeah. You ready for this? Let's do this. A poll found that 30% of Republican voters support bombing Agrabah. That's 30% of the Republican <laughs> primary voters guy. want to bomb Agrabah. Agrabah. Agrabah, which happens to be the fictional city from Disney's Aladdin. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.